Hey, man, welcome to the Eric J. The Great Podcast, man. How you doing? What's going on, my brother? Glad glad to be here. I'm doing all right, man. Bless and highly favor. How you doing? Yeah, I'm doing all right, bro. Just uh, taking it day by day, bro. Yeah, what's up? I appreciate you having me on, man. Actually, I never... I I I be watching you. You know, I like you. I just like your aura, your you know your character. Cause I never, I got so many people that won't ask me to do podcasts. I never did one. Oh yeah, man. You know, I just uh, you know, I was in the uh, the military. I moved up there to Louisville like two years ago. You know, I'm cool with uh, with uh, with boys and all them from Newburgh. They were the first people that I met. Then I met skinny like a little bit over a year ago so i do security for him like yeah. here and there you know that's when i uh well i've seen you before but my first time i have a conversation with in person was at that exclusive where you know uh like six five months ago yeah most definitely <clears throat> well yeah man i just think you know you know i uh want to reach out, you know, because i uh, tell your story, you know, because uh, I uh, looked at your documentary last night on YouTube because I was trying to find something on Google about you, and then I had looked at your documentary that you had on your channel, uh-huh. on your YouTube channel, so, but yeah, man, so, you know, uh, you're from, uh, from Louisville, yeah, and uh, what's 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 the first thing that come to your mind? Uh, was uh when you when someone says Louisville, overlooked. Okay. Oh, well, why would you say that? Man, we got uh, man, just lots of talent here, and I don't mean just talent as music, just talent when it comes to ladies doing nails, hair, lashes, you know. Guys that play ball, or guys that do music, just you know me. I know that if somebody really took the time to really just be like, you know, like somebody that's in position or whatever the case may be, just took the time to be like, you know, when I'm a station in Louisville for a year, like they'll find so many great, amazing people on <coughs> on all levels, like right? you know, no matter what you're speaking about, so. I was what I would say overlooked. Yeah, absolutely, bro. Like it is a uh, a lot of talent here. You know, I see a lot of people that's uh, real talented here. It's just, you know, um, just not a lot of people to guide people. You know, just like any other area, you know, to keep people on the right path and put them in the right direction. You know, to to protect the talent that they got. Right. So, uh, so for anybody you know, they ain't never been to Louisville before. Uh, tell you know the struggles, uh, circumstances of growing up in Louisville as a kid. You know, just coming up trying to find yourself. Man, I know, I know. Most of the time, like when I meet people from other places, I tell them I'm from Louisville. You know, Louisville, Kentucky. They automatically go into thinking, you know. Horses, chickens, and you know, stuff like that. But that ain't what Louisville is. Louisville's just, you know, you got your, you got your, you got your upscale people that's out the way, and then you know, you got people that's from poverty, man. Just same, same stuff everywhere, man. You know, uh, drug abusing parents, uh, gang banging, 
brothers, sisters, uh, you know, drug dealing, mothers, fathers, brothers, uncles, you know, get caught up in the system, you know. They get caught up in the street life or whatever the case may be. You know, a lot of single mothers. Most that's the most that's the most that's the one that really I hate the most. A lot of single mothers, a lot of single mothers from you know whether it's fathers who've been incarcerated, fathers who's on drugs, fathers you know who've been murdered due to you know violence or you know just fathers just not. Not there, cause you know if if you ain't a strong person, Louisville, Louisville blow your man. Louisville blow your man is like, I look at it like yeah, and as as I travel, it's, I go to other places, bigger cities, you know, bigger states or whatever. It'd be a lot going on everywhere, but it's so crazy, cause Louisville is like, like I had to tell my friend, like imagine everything that goes on. Uh, he's from New York. So imagine everything that goes on in your city. But imagine that going on in a small little box. And you're like, damn. I was like, yeah, it's like it's so small. You know, it's just like, man, the devil, he'll get you. He'll get you, man. You ain't focused. But, yeah, it's just, man, you know, it's like everywhere else for the most part. You know, it's what it is. But it's, it's just, you know, I, I feel like it's a little different for people coming from smaller cities. Cause like we go through everything everybody else go through, but the difference is, man, we we man, we in a smaller box, right? You know, so makes it a little difficult. But a lot of great people here, though. Yeah, absolutely, absolutely, bro. You know, it's uh, it's just like that. You know, where I'm from, you know, I'm from uh, Birmingham, Alabama. Well, I know it's uh, Birmingham's kind of a little bit more city, but it got a lot of hood parts there too. And, um, kind of a small box, like you described, you know? Yeah. So, uh, yeah. So, so did you grow up in a two parent, uh, household or do you got any siblings? Yeah, no, I grew up in a single parent household, single mother. Uh, yeah, single mother. Uh, I got an older brother. He's, um, he's 39, and I got a younger sister. She's 31. And then I got an older brother from my father's side that I'm real close with. He's 37. So, most definitely. I was the middle child on both sides. So, my mom had three kids. She had a older, my older brother, and then it's me, and then it's my little sister. And then my father had three kids. I got a, an older brother, by, not by my mom, by a different woman. And, I, and then it's me and my sister. Me and my sister, we got the same mother and, and father. But, yeah, single-parent household, man, you know, struggling mama. You know, going out there doing whatever she got to do to make sure everything's straight. Oh, yeah, bro. Yeah, I can understand that. I uh, grew up in a single parent for the most part, too. To uh, till I uh ran back into my um uh, my dad when I got older. But, yeah. Uh, uh, what what so what uh what school did you what high school did you go to and uh what activities were you in as a kid? Uh, my high school did I go to? I ain't finished high school, so I went to a, I went to a different 
I went to a few of them. So I went to schools in my neighborhood all the way up into high school. So my mama had moved to the West End. So my home school was, uh, what was my home school? My home school was Valley. My home school was Valley. So I went there for a little bit. Then I'll say I went there for about a month, maybe, and then I ain't go back to school. I was like, I ain't go back. So then I tried it again. But this time, I think I was in. I think I think I had went to foster care. Truancy, I wasn't listening, you know. Regular juvenile kid, sometimes don't listen. So they put me in his foster home, and I went to uh, I went to Seneca. No, 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 no. I didn't what happened. I went to uh, so the next year, yeah, I did. I went to Seneca, and then that didn't work. So then I ended up going to Atherton. And then uh, me and a friend, man, we got caught smoking weed, and I got sent to Butchel. So then I went to Butchel for about a month, then I just ain't go back to school no more. I ain't, been, I ain't been back to school. So I just kind of dropped out. It was ninth grade. It would have been my 10th grade, but I failed my first ninth grade year because I, I never went. Oh, okay. So, uh, what activities were you in as a kid? Do you like play any sports or anything like that? No, I never really played sports. All I really did was like uh, listen to music. Like I ain't watch. <coughs> excuse me. Uh, I ain't watched TV for a long time in my life. Like even in my twenties, I think in my thirties, I really just started watching TV. I always just listen to music. I never watched TV. Like. Like all the classic movies you think I might have seen, I probably ain't seen them. Like I'm just now <laughs> watching. Wow, them. that's crazy. Yeah, I never. So I wasn't really like you know. I played basketball like outside and stuff in the you know neighborhood and stuff. But far as like on teams and stuff, now nah, I just always listen to music, man. Play the game, Sega, whatever was out, Nintendo, regular place. You know, I ain't really. I was kind of always. uh I wouldn't say I was in the streets as a young person, but I was intrigued. Like, so even when, you know, they didn't know I was watching, I was watching. So I was kind of always intrigued by the older guys, you know, if that makes sense, at a young age. Like, I was intrigued, like, at a young age. So, uh, yeah, absolutely. Because, uh, you know, like, you know, in our city, you know, cities like where we from, you know, they, um, one thing that kind of aggravates me, you know, like when people talk on these platforms about, you know, uh, the black community, I'd be like, you know, um, for one, you know, it's not a lot of things to do. Like when we was like real younger, cause you know, a lot of people take the community centers and things away. So like you, all the kids and stuff ain't gotten that by idle time. And, you know, they're going to look up to, you know, some people that they probably shouldn't be looking up to. You know, it's just like a product or environment type situation. Yeah. Most definitely. But uh, did, did you did you have anyone in your uh, family that was involved in the uh, music business? Uh, nope. Mm-mm. Uh-huh. 
Okay. So, uh, so uh, who, uh, who, or what led you to uh, to doing music? Like, when was you first introduced to doing music? Like, if I was recording or just rapping, period. Oh, just like you know, being intrigued by it. by the music part. Yeah, yeah. Uh, man, I man, I heard some guys in my neighborhood. I guess it's the most inspiration, right? Like, it really just, I can't really explain it. It just hit me. But it was there was some guys in my neighborhood, though. Uh, their name was Fast Cash. Uh, they, they used to rap and stuff, you know, stay on the playground and rap, you know, record music and, you know, all that. So, damn. But one day, man, I'm going to tell you, one day, I was listening to music, and my brother had a tape. And I put it in. And the song play. I'm gonna tell you what song that it was at the end of the story. The song play. I listened to the song, and then, you know, it went off. And then, the tape kept playing. And then it was the instrumental. Like I don't know how old are you? Uh, I'm 28. 28. So you might not really remember this. So it used to be a tape, like a like a tape you play. And sometimes it used to just be like the single and the instrumental on it. All it'll be. So the tape played, the song played, and uh, the instrumental came on. And, man, I just started rapping. I don't know. Like, I, I literally, like, I just started rapping. Out the blue, like, I just started rapping. Like, you know, right? Like, I don't know. I was in there by myself. And, you know, I was like, damn, I'm all right for real, you know. And, I can't, you know, I was like, I can't believe I just, like, I rapped the whole instrumental. I just rapped. I literally just was rapping, just was rapping. And then from my own forward, I kind of always just knew I wanted to, you know, do music for real. And it was, uh, you say you're 28. I think it was, uh, what was this song? Skyface. It was Skyface and Tupac, I think. It was called Homies and Thugs or something like that. Oh, yeah, I know that song. Yeah, that's exactly that. And I just started rapping, man. And ever since then, you know, I just had a passion for it. Had a passion for it. Oh yeah, yeah. So, uh, when was your first time ever going to the studio? Uh, I went to a little studio with my friends. I used to hang at this place called Ballard Park. It's on Cardwell, in between Hancock and Jackson. I used to hang. I used to hang over and uh. I had some friends that did music, and they knew a little guy that lived in Germantown. Germantown, like you know, five minutes away from my neighborhood, but it's like there's some railroad tracks that run through our neighborhood. So across the track is Germantown, and we from Smoketown. So it was a little guy they they knew ahead. They was like, man, one of my friends had already went. And he was like, he pulled up on me, like, man, listen to this, listen to this. You know, he rapping, played a song. I'm like, damn, where you recording that at? He told me, I got this guy with school school. And, man, we went over there, man, and recorded like three, three, four songs. <laughs> like, it was the first time I ever, first time I ever, uh, ever recorded, like, stands in front of a microphone and rap. I never had did that. And then... Where else did I go? I went to a few other little home studios. 
but my first time really, really, really recording, like, you know, recording, recording. My best friend, uh, his name's Knock, man, his name's Dave. He's uh, in the federal penitentiary. Uh, He's been there for 13 years. He get out next year, at 15 years, so. Uh, yeah, took me to his studio. He took me to his studio. This guy named E Slick, where this guy named E Slick record. Like, uh, he's probably, you know, to me, the best in, you know, that I've ever come across. Engineering and stuff. And man, it been on. I ain't really never been nowhere else since I met him. Only place I really record at. Record nowhere else. Chemistry. Oh, yeah, it used to be called Head. It's called Evo now, but it used to be called Head First Media. But now he called Evo. But yeah. Yeah. My best friend took me in that, like, real deal studio. I'm talking about, like, you know, real deal studio. Yeah. Sure. Uh, how old was you around this time when it was happening? About 18. Oh, okay, then. Yeah, I was like, nah, yeah, I was like probably 16 when I recorded it. The one little song I was telling you about, my friends from the neighborhood. But like 18, around that time, 18, 19. And it was crazy because, uh, so, uh, I got, uh, one of my very close friends, my brother, man, you know, name's Piff the Dragon. So him and my best friend, and my best friend, they brothers. You know, he's older than us, though. He's like 44, maybe. 43, something like that. So, like, everybody can, everybody already knew they can rap, right? So, right. you know, when they started hearing, like, you know, sniping around, sniping around, everybody wanted to hear me, everybody wanted to hear me rap. So, uh, man, he took me to the studio, man. He's like, man, I ain't know how you was going to do, man. I went in there and did me. Like, you know, like, when I went in there and did me. It was like it was natural for real. It was natural. Slick, I always tell me that too. Like the engineer, I always be like, man, you came here, man. Like, you know, you still was, like, you know, amateur, but he was confident. <laughs> I was, like, was confident early. Yeah, so, you know. I took the kind of took the neighborhood and just the city, like, that's the prank. Like, man, who's that? Who's that young man, man? Talking that stuff like that, you know? <laughs> Mm-hmm. And I was, and I always like, I never really, I never really like. I always kind of like the like punchlines and metaphors, cause I, uh, I never really listen. I know it's going to sound crazy, but I never really listen to down south music. I listen to like DMX, you know, Jay Z, stuff like that. Like I listen to some down south artists, cause my brother listened to like. Oh no limit. Oh cash man. If it wasn't for my brother, I probably wouldn't know who they was. I didn't really listen to that music. You know. And no one would listen to that. So, you know, I got in here, you know, young, eighteen year old, punchline after punchline after punchline. Like, who's this guy, man? Who's this guy? So yeah, man, it's, man. It's crazy. So, 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 so you so you was more like you was more attracted to like uh more of those lyricists more than the slang. Like when you was listening to music early right. on, right, right, yeah, that, yeah, that's the same type 
type of person I am. I like the like music that make me think, you know. Like Most when definitely. I uh, like when I listen to uh uh my favorite song by you is that uh Feel My Pain. Uh-huh. You know, that made that made me reminisce, you know, about some some past struggles, you know, when I was in Afghanistan in the military, you know, about yeah. Most people definitely. that I lost. So and that's the type of music I like to really make for real, but you know, I kind of, I kind of trying to switch it up, but that's really my go-to music career because you know, come from the struggle, man. So, you know, but yeah, I can, you know, I can. I'm versatile too, though. Like, you know, like it's young guys from the neighborhood, from the city, like you know, some tough, you know, some tough young kids making music, man. But I can get on there with, I can get on there with whoever. I can get on there with a conscious rapper. I can get on there. With gang gang, <laughs> I can get on there with however you really want it. I, I can give it to you. Yeah. So, like, uh, so as far as um your preparation process, like, are you more of a writer or a freestyler? I'm more of a writer. I I used to be able to freestyle, but I really ain't a freestyler. I'm more of a writer, and I write better outside. Like sometimes I have to, as I said, I'm trying to, I don't talk to vibe and I'm trying to, you know, create some shit and I might get stuck. Like I have to go like outside, like I have to go outside. I prefer to write like outside in the, you know, in this, the wind, the trees, the grass. I don't know why it is. Like I feel closed in. Like even if I'm in the studio, like, like I can create in the studio. But I prefer not to, like. But you know, if it's like I'm doing a feature or something, but even if I'm doing a feature, like okay, say me and you do a song, you already got the hook, your verse laid, or whatever. You already got something laid. I do have the ability to, to listen to the beat a few times, and I would have to go in the other room where the beat ain't playing. Does that make sense? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I would have to go in the other room. Like I don't have to, but I prefer to. I prefer to. Yeah, because, uh, you know, you uh, have to have, you know, especially if you, you know, put your all into your writing, you know, you got to have a, an empty mind to do that type of stuff, you know, to make you reminisce about, you know, all the past stuff that you've been through, you know. Yeah. I know I know that's how a lot of people uh, uh, write that I came across, you know. Yeah, that's the way. Most definitely, yeah, I ain't really a freestyle. I'm more of a writer. So, um, so you say you had a lot of confidence, like when you first started going to the studio. So, what, um, around what time frame would you say when you started recording initially that you gained the confidence in yourself that you was like, I could really take this somewhere? Man, I ain't gonna lie to you. Uh, Like, I ain't gonna say instantly, but almost instantly. Like, I knew that. I knew that. Let me tell you crazy. I'm gonna tell you some crazy stuff. I knew that uh, if I ever did, like, just locked in on, you know, making music and did nothing else, I really felt like, you know, 
I can be a lot bigger. I always felt like that. I always felt like that. But with that being said, I never really, and that's why I, always, I never really took rap, or just music. I never really put my all into it as much as, like, I felt like I could have did more, I could do more. You know, and that's just circumstances, you know, coming from where we're coming from, have children, you know, uh, deaths, uh, you know, close people go to, you know, jails, you got to look out for them, stuff like that. So I never really, I never really did that for real. I never really did that. Never really did that. So that's why, like, if I do tell a young person, like, if I run into a young, you know, artist, uh, it ain't got to be a young artist, whoever, like, it don't matter. Uh, I always kind of preach like, man, you know, go for it for real. Cause you'll kind of regret it. Like as you get, like every year, you'll you'll start regretting it. You'll start regretting not, you know, taking it serious as you can or should have, or whatever the case may be. Yeah, absolutely, bro. But even you know with your uh, circumstances, bro, like, you know, with you not being able to go full-fledged as you want to, you know, to still have the the accomplishments and the stuff that you did so far, you know, still says about, you know, the type of uh, talent you have as an artist and, what, and, you know, what type of artist you are because, you know, a lot of people, you know, they have to be ten toes in it for them to have some type of traction, but for you to, you know, be 10 toes in it at times and then sometimes have to veer off a little bit just says a lot about uh, you as an artist or, you know, that the talent that you possess. Not real talk. Real talk. But, yeah, I'm, I'm locked in, though. I'm locked in right now. So uh, when it, uh, so around what year did you drop your you dropped your first project and what was the name of it? Uh, oh my god! My first project was a uh, hood on my back. So let me see. This just lets you know. Hold on, hood on my back. It was five years ago. I was thirty. Well, I was 29. So, wow. so when you dropped that project, um, did you start seeing a lot of motion around the city? Like a lot of people was receiving it well? Yeah, most definitely. Uh, yeah, most definitely. Most definitely. I ain't going to lie. Like, most definitely. People already, people was, like certain people knew, but more, a lot of people was more surprised because for like, all right, so I battle rapped. It didn't pop up when you. It didn't pop up when you typed me. How you typed in eighty six snotty? That's why you just typed in snotty. Yeah, 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 yeah. I was gonna ask about the battle rap. You know, I already had it. Oh, know, okay, really. okay. Well, yeah. So, uh, I battle rap for like a few years or whatever, and I had never battle rap like, like. And I was like 20, maybe. You know, me and this guy, we rapped back and forth a little bit. But, you know, uh, it wasn't really. I guess they said it was a battle. But to me, 
I was, you know, I ain't gonna lie, I was standing on the, well, they, it was this little place called Cuba, I used to get a clothing store. So, one day, you know, I was uh, in my neighborhood, you know, standing on the corner, same corner that I, I always standing on, it's, uh, Clay and Jacob. And, uh, you know, I was just doing stuff you do in the neighborhood, I'm gonna say that. And I looked up, and it was a crowd of people down the street. I didn't know what they was doing. I didn't know. <laughs> people started flagging me there, like, and I was like, okay, I walked down there, and they was like, you about to rap. Again. <laughs> I'm like, I'm about to rap again. Yeah. So cool. So I did that or whatever. So cool. So uh, a lot of, a few people from my neighborhood, uh, Piff the Drag and Kanye, uh, Slow Me Down, uh, just people from my neighborhood, man, they was into battle rap. It was into battle rap. And one day, we was all out. There's people, we was out just talking and stuff. And they was like, Snow, you probably can't do it. I'm like, man, man, y'all tripping. I can do it. I know, and I knew I can do it because, uh, like I said, I was always into lyrics. So, with that being said, I watched a lot of battle rap already. You know what I'm saying? Because, you know, it's a lot of lyrics. You know, it's lyricists in there. So, I watched a lot of battle rap. I don't even they even knew that I watched a lot of like that's all I did. Like I told you, I just started watching TV. So when I did watch something, it'd be battle raps. Like battle rap, everything would be something about music. Cool. So long story short, they psyched me up. Well, I ain't gonna say they psyched me up. I psyched them up. So I'm like, man, set up a battle. So we being set up a battle. This guy named D Bricks. And uh I, I changed the battle rap scene here in the city. I'm going to say that. Like, you know, because I used to go to I used to go to my friends' battle raps, you know, because they battle raps. I used to go, you know, and it used to be, you know, 30 people, you know, 60 people. But, but when I started battle rapping, I'm talking about hundreds and hundreds. It's really like something you never <laughs> something you've never seen before. Like, you know, that's why I reminisce, like, you know, like a lot of gang stuff that go on in the city, but you know, with me battle rapping, like, you know, if a person can be like, what about this neighborhood? I had every neighborhood, it don't matter what, it don't matter what they was, blood, crib, east, west, north, south. I had every hood. When they heard Snot was battle rapping, we was all in the building. <laughs> like, it didn't matter. Everybody was in the building. So, they, you know, I said that this battle with deep bricks, you know, I went crazy. You know, they never seen nothing like that. And, you know, it was really effortless. They, you know, they was like, man, how and it was just me being me, my character. You know, it was, it was all it really was. So I kind of set the scene on fire. So I did that. I think I, got, I, might, I might have did it like six or seven times. Six or seven times. And even with that, I really could have, I really could have probably took that to another level too, like worldwide. You know, just caught up in the streets, not focused, not focused on what I'm supposed to be focused on. But yeah, I, man, I set the city on fire. I ain't gonna lie, I set the city on fire. So then, when I dropped my project, you know, people, a lot of people, were like, damn, this nigga, this dude can, you know, he can battle rap. Cause you know, most they got the, they got the uh, most battle rappers got this thing on them where people don't feel like they can make music. And I ain't gonna lie, most of them can't. You know, some of them can, but most of them can't. So. You know, I caught a lot of people back. Surprise. So, you know, I started getting a lot of traction around the city. 
Oh, yeah, absolutely, bro, because I, I see that all the time. You know, I'll be watching that URL. Yeah. Uh, Battle Rap, I love watching that. So, yeah, that, that's uh, one thing you just said, you know, that's uh, a popular thing. They say, you know, Battle Rap can't make, Battle Rappers can't make hit records. Right. But, you know, a lot of them can't, though. A lot of them can't, you know, they be so, you know, whatever they is. You know, like, and I understand it, like, a uh, basketball player, I ain't going to go out there and score 29 receiving touchdowns in the season. Yeah, it's going to go. It ain't work like that. Yeah, absolutely, bro. So when um, – so as far as, like, when you um, was at the highest point as far as your buzz, was you doing any shows at that time? Like there's a few shows, like, yeah, locally. Yeah, yeah. Did a lot of a few shows. Quite a few, actually. You know. Quite a few. And as far as um, as far as the current state of the music scene in Louisville, Kentucky, in your own uh, um, in your own words, just describe the uh the current state of the music scene in Louisville, Kentucky, and also uh. Um, list some of the artists around the city that you don't uh, collab with in the past. Uh, right now, man, to me, I, I feel like, man, I feel like that door is open right now. Like, I feel like that door is cracked, but it's a little bit more than cracked. But, you know, it's open for the most part where you might, you know, just slide in there. Like, you know, we got a few, few big artists that, you know, that done took their craft serious and put in their work and got to where they need to be, you know, elevated. So, you know, I feel like that's sharing a lot of a lot of light on the city. You know what I'm saying? So right now, you know, if you're from the city, man, you got to lock in, man. You know, lock in and push yourself because right now, man, you, you know, you just don't know who's looking right now because it could be somebody looking like, you know, because, you know, we got some, some you know, some some hit makers, some spitters, man, that done, you know, took it to another level where somebody might be like, man, let me see what's going on. Damn, they for mine. Let me see what's going on. So, you know, right now I feel like the, uh, the lights on the city, man, for real. Like, you know, the doors open. Uh, now, I'm trying to think of some people I don't work with. I really ain't, believe it or not, man. I really ain't did a lot of features. I really ain't, and it, it ain't it ain't purposely. It's just like when I create, sometimes I just you know it just I just happen to be by myself. But I have worked with a one of my brothers, man, uh, Eastside Booby. Worked with Eastside Booby. I worked with a uh, one of my friends named Trezo. I'm trying to think who I really didn't work with. Really booby. I think I did a song with PJ Gifted. Of course, me and Piff. Me and my brother Junior J. He's an R&B artist. We kind of always make magic when we when we get together. Kind of always make magic. Uh, oh yeah, yeah. I rock with. Uh, yeah, I rock with Junior. Yeah. Yeah, most definitely. Most definitely. But yeah, I really ain't I really that's really kinda of my focus. 
kind of my focus now. Like I do want to get more feature heavy just with the city. Like it's because we got a lot of good talent, you know, for a lot of different reasons where I want to do it. For one, uh, I like to, you know, just kind of stay in the groove. Like I'm getting, you know, I'm a little older, but, you know, music my first love. So, you know, it'll never play out to me ever. I just love music. But uh, there's a few artists, though, man, I'm, you know, hopefully try to collab with coming up. Be a lot of street politics be going on where, you know, just be a lot going on, man. Yeah, a lot going on where, you know, sometimes you just got to stay in your lane and just do you, you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, that's, uh, yeah, that's completely understandable, bro. You know, yeah, uh, what you was about to say? But yeah, like, you know, I kind of won't break that cycle too, but same time, you know, you got to protect yourself too. It's a lot of stuff be going on. That's all I was going to say. Oh yeah, man. You know, uh, you know. Eventually, as people elevate in a city, bro, like you know, the opportunity will eventually present itself. Because once a person get to a certain level, they can rise above those those politics to a certain extent. You know, because it's going to be about the business at the end of the day. Yeah. So, so as far as. Uh, uh, major artists. Have you worked with any major artists in the industry yet? Or if not, uh, do you have somebody on your radar that you want to work with? Yeah, no, I ain't never worked with nobody in the industry, but uh, I do got a few people that I want to work with, that I plan on working with, trying to make it happen as we speak. Uh, of course, Ice Wear Vazro. And it's his, it's his, it's his, it's his, uh, it's his kid out of Philly named Leaf Ward. I don't know if you heard of him. Yeah, yeah, I heard of him. Leaf Ward, you know, him, uh, be a blessing to, be a blessing to get one in with Jack Harlow, you know, and it's crazy. I'll tell you a crazy story. I remember Jack, so I used to, uh, I got this guy named, uh, Bino, Larry B, from my neighborhood. He was kind of an inspiration, too. He always did music a few years older than me. Uh, yeah, this studio. I remember, he was like, man, I'm about to record this young, uh, young white boy. Man, he can rap like a motherfucker. He's like, man, stay here. So I stayed. <laughs> okay, who, who came in? Jack Harlow he came in with his parents. Came with his mom and his dad. And man, he went crazy. I was like, man, what the fuck? I mean, what the <laughs> hell? Like, we, we, like, man, I'm telling you, like, went crazy. Like, you know what I mean? So, like, even to this day, like, you know, if he see me out, you know, he gonna acknowledge me, you know, his love, his respect. You feel me? And I be, like, I be proud when I see people make it, like, especially with music, because it's my first love. Like, you know. So, I remember, uh, and man, Jack, Jack, I was like, yeah. So now when I see him now, I just be like, yeah, I'm feeling Jack, red top, on everything. So, uh, yeah, you know, that's that's really about it right now. But I'm about to, I'm about to be locked in, so you know, the world gonna be seeing me a lot more than they have been. Cause for one, I got a real story, you know, ain't no, 
no no holes in it, no lies in it. Like if like uh, I just can make music. I just love music. Like you know, I can write R and B. I can just do it. I just I'm just into music. So you know, I I I I I, I owe myself uh, a first shot. I'm gonna say that. And I don't like when people tell. I don't like. I don't like, I don't like when people say stuff like. Uh, you too old. You too old. You know what I'm saying? Cause I got, you know, I got a, I got an alter ego. It's my younger side. Yeah, I mean, like, you know, I was once a kid before, <laughs> you know. So, and I just like to get on. You know, I like to show them. Like, it don't matter what age. Like, you know, if you good, you good. Look at LeBron. How old is he? Yeah, LeBron. Yeah. You know, it is what it is. So yeah, I'm locked in though right now. Just creating content, really. Uh, planning my work and working my plan is what I'm what I'm locked in on right now. And I ain't really. I just been working, you know, trying to lock in my features. You know, just get my content together. You know, my plan, what I really plan to do. Been locked in though. Yeah, absolutely, bro. You know, I got uh, I got three more questions, man, and we're gonna wrap this up. So, uh, so as far as uh, the studio, man, how often do you go to the studio every week? No, I really don't go every week, but that's part of that's one of my things I want to do. That's on my list when I said, you know, planning my work, working my plan. I really don't go every week. Might go because, like, when I do go. I go knock out five, six songs in one time. All right. I, I, I go I go knock out like five or six songs in one time. So I kinda don't book every week because I don't I, you know, something it depend on it depend on you know, sometimes I can write five, six songs. It depends on how my life's going, how what's going on in my life. But that is something that I won't start doing like getting in the studio more because I know it's, if I'm in there, I ain't just going to sit in there. I ain't just going to do that. So if I'm in there, I know I'm going I'm to create content. So that's something that I'm, that's a challenge I got for myself. Oh yeah, absolutely, bro. Uh, and um, as far as your music career, man, uh, what is your short and long-term goals as far as what you want to accomplish with the music? Man, and this is just me being me, being a team player. I really feel like I got resources, enough resources where, like, I would like to see Louisville. Like, I, I don't. I, I'm gonna say this place, but I don't think it'll ever happen again. But just like, just to kind of get you a, a view of what I'm saying. I would like to see Louisville, like uh, Atlanta, or maybe Detroit. Like a lot of, you know, a lot of, a lot of music being pumped down around the world from out in Louisville. So, like, the goal ain't really just for me; it's for for everybody else. Like that's really my long term goal. Like I really feel like I can, really, you know. Of course, put myself in position, but at the same time. Not really just me, for real. Not really just me, because there's a lot of people that uh, just, you know, I know what it feel like not to have the resources, not to have the money, not to have 
a place to record, not to have. You know, I, I know what it felt like. You know what I'm saying? So, man, just create a better avenue for the ones behind me coming up under me. I, you know, whatever you want to look at. It. Oh, yeah. Absolutely, bro. You know, um, Louisville definitely, you know, got the potential to be like Atlanta or Detroit where you got, you know, between six to 20 artists and all of them got a buzz and all of them collabing and uh, and got their own individual movements and shedding the light on the city at the same time. Yeah, most definitely. Most definitely. So, um, as far as upcoming projects, man, uh, what do you got uh, upcoming for 2022 as far as, you know, uh, singles, albums, music videos, things like that? Say it again. Um, any upcoming projects you got coming for 2022 as far as singles, albums, music videos, things like that? Yeah, I got a little EP. I'm at a, try to drop in the next few weeks. It's called Forever Young. It's my young fan. So, you know, it's going to be more, like you said, slang and, you know, uh, culture. Uh, then I got some others. I got another project that I'm going to try. I'm trying to drop maybe three, but two projects for sure in the next few months. I ain't really got the title for it, but this will be, it'll be a little bit more deeper deeper music, you know, feel my pain type of music. You know what I'm saying? Yep. Yep. Okay, and on the EP that you got coming soon, uh, how many tracks on it, and uh, do you got any features on it? No, I just gonna, well, I ain't gonna say it's just gonna be me, because I don't know it just yet, but uh, it'll be... In five, five to seven tracks for real. Well, I don't really know if it's an EP, but five to seven tracks. Uh, and like I said, man, I got some young kids from my neighborhood, talented. So if I do, like, it ain't gonna be no industry features. I'm just kind of saving that for you know my bigger project. But uh, yeah, if I do uh, you know, Vine Gotti, uh, soon. Uh, little Mike, you know, and these guys, you know, I better look out for tough, tough. So, you know, I'm gonna really do a because I never really, and I never really, like I said, I never really did features, not no reason, it just had worked out, had happened. But, uh, I got a lot of talent in my neighborhood, and you know, it ain't no reason that we shouldn't have no work, work together. So, that's kind of a focus of mine, too. But y'all gonna hear them. Y'all better look out for them. They tough, man. They tough. Oh yeah, absolutely, man. And um, any uh, last words and uh, and let people uh, know how to find you on social media. Yeah, man. Uh, social media, man. IG eighty six not. Uh, I don't got no Twitter. I'm working on that. Be too much going on. I need to get that though. My IG right now, I'm going to set my Twitter up, uh, you know, 86 Not YouTube channel, you know, subscribe. And, uh, man, you know, Louisville, man, we heard, man, you know, 502, man, you know, you know, from the trenches, man, no, it's from the trenches, you know, the struggle, you know, 
look out for that, man. We here. Yeah, absolutely, bro. Uh, I uh, appreciate you uh, coming on the podcast today, bro. And uh, just like I uh, tell anybody that I have on my podcast, you know, uh, anytime you got something going on as far as your music or uh, or anything as far as, you know, real life things, because I don't just do interviews. I do. I talk about real life stuff as far as, you know, barbershop type conversations like child support. You know, police brutality, you know, uh, everybody can't go to the top with you, you know, things like that. I don't just do interviews. So, you know, anytime you got something going on and you feel like you want to talk about it on a platform as far as your music career or, you know, real life topic, you feel like, you know, you want to talk about it on a platform, you can uh, feel free to hit me up anytime, bro. And uh, it don't take me that long to strike up a podcast episode about it, you know, and uh, hopefully we can, uh, you know, build uh, more of a friendship, bro. You know, I'm open to um, to anything. Well, definitely, man. I appreciate appreciate you for having me, my brother. Oh, yeah, bro. Uh, and this uh, concludes today's episode of the Eric J. The Great Podcast. Uh, I need everybody to go check out 86 Snot on Instagram and on YouTube. Go stream all his music on Apple and all the uh, music streaming platforms. Uh, real dope artists from the, um, from Louisville, Kentucky. And uh, a real dope person, you know. I uh, uh, res- respect him as a person first, you know, for the artist. So that's the most important. So, you know, uh, everybody uh, tune in to what he got coming for the rest of the year. And um, I appreciate everyone uh, supporting me. And uh, this concludes today's uh, episode. And uh, we out.